0: Hello, and welcome to the ghost train. Tickets, please. Take your seat and enjoy the ride. All aboard! Welcome to The Ghost Train, the podcast that explores the creepy world of the paranormal. I'm your host, Drew Broda, and on today's episode, I chat with Robert, the lead investigator of Front Range Paranormal Research Society. If you're a regular listener on The Ghost Train, that name might sound familiar. It's the same Robert that Monica spoke about in her two part series, I'm Not a Medium. Robert told me some wild stories. The first one was totally freaky. Robert and his team investigated an oddity store where they decided to use a Ouija board. I know what you're thinking, not a smart idea, and you're right. What they conjured up through this board was something sinister. Robert also spent an entire weekend at the haunted Pink Cadillac Boutique, and I don't know where he got the cojones to do it, but this stay left him convinced that this location is most definitely haunted. All right, here we go. All aboard! Next stop, Raising Demons on a Saturday night. You're now on board the ghost train. I'm here with Robert of Front Range Paranormal Research Society. He's ex-military, and I'd like to thank you, Robert, for your service. And some of you might remember him from episode 13. Monica talked about Robert getting scratched at the Pink Cadillac Boutique. Now, Robert's going to be telling us two stories tonight. The first one is about an investigation that just happened recently at a store called The Last Rights Arts and Oddities. And this store is pretty weird and creepy to get started with, Robert, wouldn't you say?
1: Definitely not of the norm. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and so you guys who were at this store investigating you want to just tell us what's in the store so
1: within the store very small one room and the owner is really cool lady i'm into that kind of weird weird stuff obviously i'm a paranormal investigator <laughs>
0: you're sitting <laughs> here talking to me right so you can, yeah. you can't be that
1: normal you know i'm i'm in the weird things uh, i don't say i collect them i just enjoy it you know seeing it and whatnot and hearing about it but Hmm. she sells i think she still has it i didn't see it though she had a bone saw in there that was 100 years old antique surgical equipment she does have some board games ouija boards one of them which is part of the story coming up here in a moment Uh, she, she practices taxidermy her husband was an avid outdoorman fishing and hunting and whatnot right and she has animals preserved in jars with uh, oh. formaldehyde, which is, I remember them in school, which seeing them again, you're kind of like, eh, it's kind of weird. Like, Why uh, do we do this? <laughs> she has a purse. I believe it is made out of an armadillo. Oh, might be weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, the hell is that? Is that an like, armadillo in your trousers? Jeez. Uh, she, has a <laughs> she, she has a chair in there. I don't know how old it is. You would put a chamber pot underneath it and you'd go to the bathroom. Huh. <laughs> I, I saw it and I, I remember I asked somebody, I was like, hey, is so-and-so sitting in the pooping chair? And they're like, yeah, they are. I was like, okay. I just wanted to the make original, sure I was seeing this right. The original Lazy Boy. Yeah, first time I saw it, I was like, it has like a wicker bottom, so it is like a chair, but then it's hinged, so you can lift it up. Ooh. And I looked at it and I'm like kind of poking at it and I was like, is this what I think it is? And she's like, yeah, it's a chair for pooping in. I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah. So she's got stuff that ranges from just really cool, uh, macabre things to mm. really bizarre stuff. I think actually she just got a human skull. Oh, not, God. I could be <laughs> wrong, but I just saw a picture of that.
0: It seems like everything that's in her shop has some sort of history behind it. Everything's either an old object you were saying like surgical equipment that stuff was used to could have been to cut open human bodies could have been animal bodies who knows and then she has dead animals all throughout this shop and the ouija boards as well something that could be holding energy with it
1: and she has old creepy dolls oh god i'm not too creeped out by them like you know like I, i could be in a room And they're not going to bother me, but they're those old, you know, and they're wax dolls too. So they're old, not just like a plastic, you know, plastic head and hands. Like it's a wax doll. So So weird. Very old. And when she had reached out to my team, I started talking to her and I was like, you know, what's going on? And she starts with, and it's like, I get people come in and they get these feelings and I'm like, all right, well, anybody can say that. Or, you know, either can be like, oh my God, I feel such and such okay, alright, you know, I, I can believe it to a degree, but she's like, a lot of people say it, and I'm like, okay, you know, cool. One of the wax dolls kept falling off a shelf, like, wherever she put it at, it would fall, to hmm. the point where it finally broke. Last Saturday when we were there, I asked her, and I was like, well, where's the doll that kept falling? And then she showed it to me, and I was like, last time I was here, only part of the head was broken, I was like, now the head's just, like, completely gone. She's like, yeah, it, it kept falling, continuing to break. Wow. To a point pretty much the whole head was broken and i'm not a creepy doll collector but it is sad to see that because it is something so old that sucks but i think sure it was creepy so i don't know how i want to take this right now
0: right i totally get you oh man dolls uh, like that that just freaks me out man i don't know Ooh.
1: so you know customers would say weird feelings uh in one particular corner there were these monkey dolls or i don't know I really don't remember what they look like, but they are in a doll shape, but they are you know, monkeys, old. And people just kept getting drawn to them and just said things about them. And you're like, yeah, it's just a weird feeling and, you know, uneasy or whatever. The wax doll falling and finally breaking. And then she has a door that leads into... There is a storage unit, smaller, small storage unit behind the uh, store. And the one door leads into one of the storage lockers, which I don't know... I don't know much history on the building. We couldn't dig up a whole lot to kind of answer questions of what was there, although she answered one of those for me quite well. And it's really, again, what happened prior to her owning, you know, putting her store in there at all fits in perfect because it was weird. So this one door that leads into the storage locker, she told me, she, I had a friend over here with their dog. The door was open. We were passing through there and she said the door slammed on the dog. And I was like, oh, wow. She's like, not like a, you know, one, there's no breeze in this building. And the door wasn't going to move from the heat turning on or a fan being on. She's like, this door closed with some meaning behind it. Like, if you were mad, just, you know, went to slam a door. I was like, poor dog. And I was like, is the dog okay? She's like, yeah, dog's fine. I was like, okay. Those are the, uh, the few claims that she told us about. Not really much else. But also, again, like you had mentioned, old surgical equipment. Ouija boards, you know, old dolls. And, you know, a lot of people believe that spirits will get attached to dolls, you know, like kids or whatnot. Surgical equipment. Who knows? That scalpel that she has could have been cutting into someone trying to save them and they died. And then for whatever reason, they're attached to it. You know, I I don't know.
0: Who knows? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Or it could be the doctor that used it. And now that's just their tools. And they they have this attachment to that equipment, right?
1: Yeah. So numerous things that could be used as an attachment in this mm-hmm. store. And so it's, She's like, do you guys want to come and investigate? And I'm just like, yes. Who says no to a, a weird store that, yeah, we want to come and investigate.
0: <laughs> no um, kidding. So,
1: so last Saturday, we go there and I got there fairly early because I wanted to set up quickly because I had to leave there, go down to the Pink Cadillac Boutique and we attempted to do a facebook live interview with another paranormal team up in denver that had just investigated there and what's funny is it didn't work for one and we blame the house it chooses when it wants to be recognized and i don't think it wanted to be recognized uh saturday night because the facebook live was going we could hear each other but on facebook there was only video there was no audio it was weird. And she was like, I have no idea what's going on. And we, like everybody's like, it's the house. The house is not wanting it. So I, I had left to go down there and to attempt to do that. And I was kind of telling them what was going on at the investigation from that team that uh, we were trying to do the interview with. Just kind of fill them in a little bit. I didn't want to tell them, you know, everything. I was like, look, I'm like, I ain't going to spoil everything for you. You know, I'll let them talk to you about it, but just kind of fill them in, let them know. And I was yeah. like, All right, got to get back to the out store here. Got to get back. I've been gone for like two hours now. So I fly back down there and I walk in the door, you know, and the lights are off because that's just what we do. And I walk in and I see a couple candles lit. I'm like, okay, you know, not really, you know, a little bit of light in here. And I look on the floor and I was like, well, the Ouija board's out. Okay. We got the Ouija board going. And she had about four of them, I think, in the store, three or four. I kind of walk and I go into the storage locker because that's where I have my TV set up with my cameras going. And one of our guys was in there just watching the cameras and, you know, taking notes. If anything, you know, weird happened on screen or whatnot, we take notes. So we could go back later to look at it again. Fresh eyes, you know, you're rested, you know, you're staring at a screen in the middle of the night and you get tired. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm in there. I'm just kind of talking with him, just trying to get caught up. Okay, like, hey, well, you know, what, what's been going on? I was like, I see we didn't waste any time getting the Ouija board out. I was, just, you know. And he's How like, did Oh you yeah. feel? How
0: did you feel about them doing that, bringing out the Ouija board? Are you kind of like a pro Ouija board guy, or are you kind of like I don't, I don't want to dabble in that side of the paranormal, or do you like no here, no there? You're just okay, whatever. Let's just go with it.
1: I am always willing to try anything at investigations, whether it be scientific like equipment pendulums and dowsing rods i'm not a big fan of the phone apps but i don't ever turn them down because i don't know i was like well maybe they'll work maybe they won't i don't know
0: yeah who so, are we to say, right yeah
1: you know so i'm like you know i, I will because like they'll ask me they're like well i want to try this app i'm like i don't care try it what is it going to hurt maybe we'll get hmm. something great maybe it won't work who knows and with a ouija board i only used one other time, and <laughs> it was at the Pink Cadillac with the last team to investigate there, and that was the only time I'd ever used one because, one, I never owned one growing up or never knew anyone that owned one, so I never right. really – never had the opportunity, and then you always get that stigma about them as that's just the gateway to the to hell, and the devil's going to come through, and somebody uh, said this, and, and, and you know it makes full sense. Like, well, what's the difference – if I'm over here using a Ouija board asking questions, as if I'm just sitting in a room with a voice recorder asking questions, really, what's the difference? Not really a lot.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good point. I'm not sure. I know,
1: I know people will argue it both ways, and you know, and say still claim the Ouija board is awful, and it's just like, well, if you use the Ouija board wrong or for ill intent, then yes, the Ouija board is bad. But what's the difference if I'm sitting? with a voice recorder with nothing and I'm asking the same questions that I'm asking on a Ouija board. Like there's really nothing different about it.
0: The only difference that I can see with it is that you have other people with you with their hands on the planchet, And it's almost as if you're using this energy to create this environment of welcoming to spirits and maybe to other things that they can use your energy Whereas when you're just standing there with a voice recorder, you're just asking questions. You're not really giving permission for them to take your energy. But I feel like a Ouija I, board, maybe you are. I, like, I don't know.
1: I normally give permission to take my energy when I okay. go out. But uh, what if there was four of you and you join hands, sitting in chairs, and oh, yeah. you were like, take our energy and move something to speak to it? You know? Oh, no difference. I
0: mean, It's a fine
1: line. It's a fine line, and obviously, like you know, I'm like splitting hairs here, and people Mm -hmm. argue both ways, and and then that's fine. I'm not against Ouija boards. If you and obviously, I'm not trying to summon the devil with this thing. It's not my (laughs) intent. You do not want to deal with that. I have no issue with them. It's just that if I'm doing it with somebody or someone's using it, as long as they don't mean anything you know coming negative through i'm good with it yeah and i'm
0: telling you i've never had one work so i don't know if they do work i've only heard the stories i'm not gonna say i don't believe in it but i just haven't had it happen
1: well the two sessions that i have done have worked
0: really yeah so take me back you walk back into the last rights arts and oddities and you see them using the ouija board so then what happened
1: Well, I go and I talk to my guy watching the cameras, kind of filling him in and, you know, getting filled in on what's going on. I walk out there and they're like, hey, you know, the owner, she stayed with us there that night because she asked me, she's like, well, do you want me to stay? Do you want me to go? And I'm like, look, I'm like, it's your store. I can't ask you to leave. Please be here because you're here day in and day out. Something might be more comfortable if you're here to come out, maybe. For sure. Um, And
0: maybe you want her to see what you capture in real time so that she knows you weren't fooling around or doing something that she wouldn't approve of right
1: yeah and and that's the thing like i if the o- the homeowner business owner whatever the case may be i invite someone to be there please be here because the paranormal interest is interesting to everybody and how often do you get really invited to an investigation some people like jump all over that and they're like heck yeah i want to go so Absolutely. i'm like you know please stay be with this it's something different it's, i don't think she ever experienced one before so you know new experience for her so the Ouija board session's going on on the floor. I really don't know what all came through on, on the floor-wise because I wasn't really there for all of it. But they picked it up, and they put it on on a table, and then two other people got on it. Planchette's moving around. They're asking questions, and I'm terrible at spelling. And they're, they're, like, calling out the words, and I'm like, I don't know what the heck this thing's spelling, so I'm just going to kind of sit here and be quiet.
0: And just kind of watch. You need a pad and paper to write it down.
1: I do. I'm like, I need to write this down. But it's spelled out flag. And, you know, the owner's there. So this is where the owner comes in handy, because then it's like, do you have any flags here? And she's like, well, I have two flags. And she says she had, like, a California flag and I think a Confederate flag, if I remember right. And it spells out gold. It's spelled flag again. And she's like, well, neither of them are gold. They're like, well, do you have a pennant You know starting like name off flag like things and she's like you know what let me look around sometimes i forget what i have here let me start looking around see what i can find just keep going keep going and we come up with a date of september 5th and we get 84 so we're like all right september 5th 1984 that's very specific date okay she opens up a drawer in some cabinet that she had and she's like oh my god so you guys are gonna believe this and we're like what do you remember calendars when they used to print them on, like, cloth, and it had, like, the whole year on there? And there'd be, like, one big picture on it, and it was, on like, on a cloth fabric-type thing? Oh, God. She pulls one of those out. It was folded up, and she opens it up and lays it down, and she's like, this thing's gold, and it's from
0: 1984.
1: Shit. Was, huh. That skeptical part of me is like, guess the Ouija board's working?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and was I the Ouija board from the shop? Was that, or did someone bring it to the investigation?
1: It was hers that she was selling at the store, and she has no clue where it came from, oh where God. it had been prior, which is one not good because you don't know what the thing was used for, and you don't Absolutely. know what may, may not be attached to the board. So she knows no history of the board, which I bought one from her. When I get to the point of the story afterwards, that we my Ouija board will kind of come back into play, not in a bad way or anything, but it does come back into play. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, oh wow, is it a coincidence? Maybe. I want to say no, it's not. I don't believe that's a coincidence. That was a specific no chance. color. That's a, crazy. A specific color in a year. It gave us a year. So we basically assumed that this calendar was what it was talking about, and we really never got a clear answer. As to what September 5th meant, you know, whether it be a birthday or a death or, you know, a tragic event, we still need to dig into that and try to find an answer. It's, it all seemed to fit very well with what was going yeah, through
0: the board. it's no coincidence.
1: No, I do not believe it was at all. And I was just like, no. oh, wow, that's, you know, I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. And even the first time I used a board, something came through. It didn't make sense to me, but it did to the person that I was using the board with. Mm. And when I looked at her and the face she was making, I knew it meant something personal, and I was like, "Oh damn, okay." Yeah. So both times I've used the Ouija board, planets in the line that night, both times for these to work, I, you know, I it, part of me makes me believe the Ouija board that much more. Wow. So I haven't used—I don't you want to call it a real Ouija board, but you know, you could buy in the store mm-hmm. I and use one of those. The one I used prior was a homemade one, so I was like, oh, yeah, "Yeah, yeah," I was like, "Yeah, I'll sit down and use it." Using it, asking questions, not getting a whole lot out of it as in hard answers that were, you know, we were asking, getting yeses and nos. What makes me then believe it even more is what comes, what happened. Because obviously you need a minimum two people to use a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And you're always questioning is the person sitting with me, are they moving it? Because you know, uh, in your mind, you're like, well, I'm barely touching this thing. And it's going all over the place. What's that person doing? You know, you don't know. But what makes me believe what happened is real was the fact that the name that it spelled, I knew what it was. And the person, actually everybody else in the room knew what it was. woman I was using the board with, she was like, what's that? And the way she asked it, and the way when I looked at her, the face that she had, she had no clue what it was. She had no idea. I was like, all right, you don't know what this is. So there's no way you could be screwing with us to spell this, there's no way. And I was barely touching the planchette. Like I was like hovering it. Like I could faintly feel it all of a sudden. And I'd seen it happen on TV before. And, you know, the ghost adventures. And I don't knock the shows. I do enjoy watching them. You know, they're fun to watch. I love the history aspect of the shows. And yeah. when they used the keyboard in one of them, it did exactly what it did to me. And I, But we stopped it quick. We closed the session out and said goodbye. We immediately stopped because we knew if we keep going, crazy shit's about to happen. And even the owner was like, God damn it, I don't want this here. And it's like, yeah, we're gonna, we're stopping. <laughs> but
0: Ooh, I'm getting chills, man. I'm getting chills here.
1: The board, I don't want to say the name.
0: Yeah, we're not like, going to say the name of what it is because we don't want to promote any kind of demonic but entity.
1: obviously, like you just said, demonic. And whoever is listening in the future and forever, however long this podcast is available, believe it or not, if you want, you know, I'm not trying to change people's minds here. I don't want to charge that name you know, I don't want to say it to charge that entity with power if that's the case. I don't want to do that. I don't need that stuff in my life.
0: Oh, for um, sure. Nobody does, right?
1: But all of a sudden the planchette moves down the Z and then I the think it's over to O and I was like, oh god, B's do not go. And it did. And then mm-hmm. it just started going back and forth, just like on TV. And I was just like, oh, no fucking oh. no. I was oh. like, And
0: it just kept going back and forth between. Oh my God!
1: So when it hit that O, the first time it it hit the O. What's
0: that? I was gonna say once it starts doing that, you do need to end that session, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's what's coming through is not what you want to talk to. Oh Terrifying. You know, hits the Z the first time, and it's like, all right, Z shoots over, and I see where it hits, and I was just, and I was quiet. In the back of my mind, I'm like, dear God, please do not go back. Yeah. And being shot back over, and I was like, fuck, no. And yeah. everybody said it. They're like, oh, God, no. Yeah. And the person I'm with, which makes me believe it, is she looked up and was like, what? What is it spelling? Because obviously, like, that makes no sense, the, the word that it's starting to spell. You're like, what is that? That's not a no. word I know. You know, it's not a common word. And we said his name out loud. We're like, it's, you know, so-and-so very common to come through on ouija boards and we're like we need to end this right now like we need to close this out and say goodbye and be done with the ouija board session (laughs) we're done with the ouija board tonight because we're pulling things through that we don't want to talk to
0: yeah and
1: that that's what brings my belief up in him you know all i really did was it just made me believe more in that spiritual world because I knew what it started to spell when it hit that first O, but she didn't. She legitimately had no clue. What would the odds be of somebody wanting to screw with you and spelling that? If you don't know, like, because why would you?
0: No, there's no no.
1: Like, if I want to screw with somebody, I'm going to spell your name out. You know, like, oh, it's spelled your name. I'm not going to make up a name that is tied to something demonic. It was pretty wild. So after that happened, we're like, all right, close session. We're done you know, get the board put up. And I asked her, I'm like, do you have sage here? And she's like, yeah, I got some sage. I was like, you might want to cleanse this board like right now. And we actually gathered up all the boards and we're like, just cleanse them all. So she did a quick cleanse of the board, you know, and just kind of cleanse really quickly in the store. And we ended it there that uh, with the Ouija board that, that night, we ended it sitting on the table where the Ouija board was. So we kind of focused now on the table since something started to come through that we didn't want to talk to. We put a K2 down right in the center of the table and no electronics around it and we had a spirit box going and randomly the k2 would spike it would go from just the one green light all the way up to red and it would just spike really quick and go down nothing's here to set this off i put my phone up by the thing and i press a button and yeah it spikes because it registered it but then i take my phone away and i'm like holding it down in my pocket again and i press a button and and it didn't register anything. I was like, all right, there's no mm. way my phone set this thing off, you know, one random time. Good way to debunk you know, it. So the whole the whole time we we're sitting there, it would just, you know, randomly flicker like this is just really weird. And I happen to have my arms crossed, leaning on the table, just kind of leaning forward, arms crossed. And in her store, it was really warm, man. I'm like, uh, my elbows, they're really cold as if something is touching them. My, my elbow was freezing, kind of cold in general. But I was like, my elbows are just, like, really, really cold. And the person sitting across from me, you know, and, like, touched my elbow area. And, you know, she touched me, and she's like, oh, wow, you're really cold right there. And, and I couldn't shake it off me. Like, I'd unfold my arms and kind of shake and move around, and I couldn't get it to go away. It just stayed there. And I went back, you know, put my arms folded back on the table. And then all of a sudden, it was gone. Like, it went away, and I was completely warm again. That was really weird. You know, I don't know don't know what happened there but that was cold for no reason whatsoever oh man and <laughs> what was funny is, so we close we tear down um i was there kind of talking to her for a little bit and she's like do you want to take your board with you and i was like what i'm like you want me to take the ouija board i did not mean to do this to you obviously it's not my intent i'll take it if you want me to and she's like no 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 no." she's like i'm just messing with you i'm gonna destroy it i'm like don't destroy no it. no i was like I'm like, do not break this and do not burn this. That'll make it worse. You need to research the proper way to, you know, what to do with it. But do not burn it or destroy it or just throw it away. Really, this board needs to be kept under wraps and it's never used or, you know, sold. Like, just don't get rid of it. Don't destroy it. So now I get messed with because um, Lisa and them down in Cadillac, they bought a Ouija board because they are intrigued by it. And I, and I told them the same thing. I'm like, look, I'm like, please be careful. I believe, you know, do it correctly. Everything's fine. If something bad starts coming through, close it and be done. Just be careful. And the owner of the oddity store, she's like, yeah, don't let him use it. He brings demons about. And I was like, you know, it was one time. <laughs> and I did it, it was one
0: food. time. One time I did that. That's now So you're famous
1: for it. Yeah, now I'm famous for bringing a demon through a Ouija board. So go. when I left, in my mind, I'm like, I can't believe this just happened tonight. Like, this is wild. Never thought something like that would happen to me. So I'm like, all right, I need to get home. I need to sage my place. I had frankincense burning and I salted my windows and doors. Now okay. did I maybe go a little overboard? Possibly, but I've never dealt with anything like that. You know, again, believe it or not, if you want to, it can get bad. I don't want to deal with that. So I sage my apartment. I grabbed my Ouija board, cleanse my Ouija board, because I didn't know anything about it. So, mm-hmm. You know, cleanse my board. And, and my you whole- bought
0: that at the shop too, you said, right?
1: Yeah, uh, the first time I ever went into her shop, I bought that. I
0: saw what does it, it look like? Is it like an old vintage Ouija board, like a wooden one?
1: It's one from it's from the 40s or 50s. Right. But it's an older board. I bought it, you know, a few reasons I bought it. One, the field I'm in, paranormal stuff. You kind of got to own one, I guess you could say. For and sure. Then you I know, it. and it, it's just something, again, it's like another tool to have, like a voice recorder or a handheld camera or, you know, a K2. It's a tool that you can mm-hmm. use, although I don't know how often we'll be using one, if ever, again. I mean, I don't I don't know. I have no yeah,
0: problem. I think it's, it also is important for you to understand those things, to understand all the tools that are available to you and when to use it, when not to use it. It's kind of just a smart thing to have and also to have just knowledge about. Right. So, yeah,
1: I didn't go like I wasn't using the board with people that didn't know what they were doing. People there knew about know about Ouija boards are knowledgeable about them. So I didn't feel like I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be like an idiot and be harmed with this. People are here that have used them, you know, in the past and do know stuff about them and how to properly open and close sessions. So I felt comfortable doing it now. I'm not gonna grab random people and be like, yeah, to start talking on this thing and see what happens. Like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do and it.
0: How do you how do you close it properly? Do you just do you just say goodbye and move the planchet to goodbye?
1: Um, we went in a circle, and honestly, everybody probably does it differently. There's probably a bazillion ways of doing this, you know, to close. Um, we just basically circled the the planchette around the board. Uh, we told it, you know, like you cannot follow us home. You know, you cannot. Harm us or anybody else, you know, and basically told it to go back to where it came, and then we moved the planchet down to goodbye, and then you know we closed. Then we took the planchet off, put the thing away.
0: Oh, it freaked me out, man. The Ouija board thing—it just totally gets me. It just, <laughs> it, yeah, it's just so creepy.
1: I know that they get like bad raps and I know, but when you use them bad, you're, you use anything bad, you're gonna get a bad result. Oh, if yeah. you use it for a good intent, you know, you're gonna get you know, what you want out of it. But if you're there trying to raise a demon, then you're probably going to get one. And I mean, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to raise demons Saturday night. I was just trying to talk to something and I did not want to talk to what came through.
0: <laughs> Man, that's nuts. But I, I do think it also does have something to do with the environment you were in. I think that that place, it just kind of oozes that paranormal environment, right? So... Uh, yeah, for all we
1: know, it could already been in that board.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You
1: know, like, we don't know. God knows where that board's been or what it's been used for. Somebody could have got it as a Christmas, birthday gift forever ago and never used it, you know. And that was the first time it was really used. Or that thing could have been summoning stuff left and right. For all we know, got no yeah. idea. In a sense, we were gambling and playing a risk there in a way, because we had no clue on the history. Absolutely. uh, But we went with it, and, well, that's what happened.
0: This just happened last Saturday. Nothing's happened since then. Like, nothing's (laughs) followed you home. You said you went overboard, but I was thinking, you kind of have to do those things to protect yourself. You don't want to not go overboard, and then all of a sudden something does end up following you home. So I think you play it safe, and you do do the salt, you do the sage, and you do everything that you need to do, and take care of yourself, right? And your home.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people when they, laugh, before they leave like an investigation or even when they start one, you know, they announce whatever is here, you can't follow me home. You basically like whatever's there, you're staying there. You're not coming with me. I never do that. I've never done that. I'm not going to say nothing's ever happened to me in my home. Nothing's ever harmed me or nothing's, nothing's happened to me where I felt threatened been quite nervous what's happened in my place, but I've never had anything. I'm well, not nervous, more just weirded out. Cause it just did not make sense, mm-hmm. but like nothing to, you know, like I'm, I'd never done it. I'm never like about to leave. And I'm like, you know, you can't follow me home. You must stay here or do a protection or cleanse myself before leaving. I've never done that. And I've right. never had a problem. Only reason I did this was because of what have happened. Like, all right, you hear stories, demonic things. I'm like, all right, I get home, Sage, Monica, it was actually Monica, she gave me some salts from the investigation she did at the Pink Cadillac that I was uh, at. She's like, salt your windows and doors with this. So I'm like digging things out. I'm like, all right, where's that salt at? I got to salt these windows and doors.
0: And how long like, did you dang. have to leave that there for?
1: It's all still around my windows and doors right now.
0: Is it? Okay, wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. I just like sprinkled did... it out and it'll slowly blow away and disappear over time.
0: And how did you like working with Monica?
1: She's a blast to work with and it's, you know, I invite her to as much as I can. We have an investigation coming up at a bar in March and I reached out to her. I'm like, Hey, do you want to come? And her answer is always, I always want to investigate. So that's normally a yes. And I'm like, <laughs> Take that as a yes then. Awesome. And She's invited us up to a few coming up and uh, that's up in the Denver area. So, nice. I mean, we've made a good relationship in, you know, this, this field, and we just keep inviting each other to every, anything that comes up. I, I'll always extend one out to her, like, hey, do you want to come?
0: And then now you have another story you wanted to tell about the Pink Cadillac Boutique. You actually spent an entire weekend
1: there. Yes. This isn't the what first the time. that? Are you crazy? Sorry, so this isn't the first time I've spent a night in a haunted location.
0: But we're not talking a night. We're talking a weekend. This is like a whole thing, right? This is craziness.
1: Well, well so – during the end of summer, beginning of fall uh, around here, they went out of state for, I believe they went for a, a class reunion. I could be wrong when they went left. And, and when
0: you say they, you're talking about Lisa and her, is it her husband or? Uh, her husband. Her husband, so right. So
1: they, they left. They either went to New Mexico or Texas. I can't remember which one they went to. I'm always hanging out with them. I'm always down at the shop. The shop knows me. My name gets called out on spirit boxes and through portals. You know, I get called out all the time now. So uh, the house is comfortable with me and they'll tell me stuff that's always going on. Anything happens there. I'll usually get a message from her. Anytime stuff goes on, I get notified about it. Awesome. And uh, Well, it was during the week leading up to the weekend I stayed there. She starts messaging me and she's like, man, I've been having some really weird dreams. And prior years ago, I know she said she ex- experienced uh, sleep paralysis in a different mm-hmm. location. But years ago. And I think she had it happen one other time. And then she's like, I had it happen here. I was like, okay. She's telling me about these weird-ass dreams and, like, just some really weird stuff. Mm -hmm. And and she just told me, she's like, yeah, um, things feel weird here. And she's like, the store feels kind of weird. Well, I'm like, while well, you guys are gone, I'm like, that Saturday night, do you care if we come in, do a quick little, you know, impromptu investigation? Nothing crazy. I was like, there'll be four of us. We'll be here a few hours, you know. She's like, no, 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 you know, that's fine. Well, hell, do you want to stay the weekend? Well, hell, yeah, I want to stay the weekend. Give me a key. And, you know, they started <laughs> laughing about it. They're like, okay. So her store is open seven days a week. If I remember right, they left on a Thursday night. So Friday morning rolls around. One of her employees, you know, opens the store for the day. I'm not there. I'm at work. And I told her, I'm like, I'll be there after the store closes. I was like, that's when I'll show up. Mm -hmm. She's like, okay, that's fine. So I wait until the store closes. I go there. And also in the store, they have four doves, two in a cage up front, and two are in the kitchen in the back. Three cats and two dogs. Now, the dogs went with them. Them, so I was left there with three cats and four birds. At night, the birds are very, very quiet. Rarely you'll hear them flutter wings or make a noise. Every now and then you do, but you know it's not uncommon for them. And then the three cats just you know roaming around, hanging out with me. So Friday night I go there, I bring my laptop, just kind of hanging out, watching some movies, and I put a voice recorder out on their front counter when I went to bed, and I think I went to bed around 11. I go to bed. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, I need to get up and shut that thing off because I do not feel like listening to eight hours of audio of absolutely nothing. I was like, that's going to be terrible. That's going to put me to sleep again. So I'm like in my mind, mentally, I'm like, I got to get up at some point in a few hours. And I did. I ended up getting up around, I think, a three-hour mark. I got up and shut it off nothing happened to me and she tells me stories i hear all the stories of what's been going on actually i just saw her post one on facebook i think that happened last night at one o'clock in the morning knocking and i didn't quite read the whole thing so i don't quite know where it all happened stuff happens there at night and they do react to it but nothing happened to me i just happened to wake up naturally got up drive my voice recorder shut it off and went back to bed i got up before the store opened and i left i came back home which i don't live far from them only like 10 minutes from their store so i come home uh, and i was like yeah let me listen to this audio when you think about it like three hours of audio that's not a lot but it's also a lot when nothing's going on right. until things start happening so i'm sitting here listening to this audio nothing's going on i'm just like oh my god this is awful but, you know, I'm like, I can't fall asleep. I got to watch this.
0: <laughs> the glamorous life yeah. of a ghost investigator.
1: Yeah, the review is not the fun part at all. It only is fun. And like, if things were going crazy, then it's fun. Because then you're like, okay, I know we saw this. I got to find that. and That's yeah. fun. But when there's nothing going on, damn, is it boring. <laughs> so I'm listening to audio. I'm almost done. And I'm like, damn, I had nothing. 45 minutes left, roughly. And I started hearing some weird noises. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I was like, that sounds like footsteps. And their floor in the store is pretty uneven, and there are some points in it that creak. And then I heard like glass clanking, like if you had two glass, you know, two glasses, and you know, like cheers to each other, you know, you hear that clank. Or if you're reaching in the cabinet and they bump into each other, I was like, I'm like, well, what the hell is that? I'm like, did I get up and just not know it? You know, I'm like, I've never been a sleepwalker i've never done that in my life and i'm like i am in a weird building so god knows what might have happened to me i'm just not aware of it yet so i saved that audio and nothing else on the audio and i was like well that was a lovely three hours i messaged her hey when you guys get back i need to watch your security cameras they have security cameras in the store one for security reasons for the store obviously and Mm because so much weird shit goes on there they have a camera and they catch stuff all the time and oh, awesome. i was like you know i'm like hey i need to watch the video around this time i was like well at least when i went to bed and when i got them shut my recorder off those are two knowns that i did i need to see between that i need to see what happened and they're like okay and i send them this the audio clip and they're listening to it and they they messaged me back well that sounds like that creek in front of the desk out front and i was just like okay that's very specific you live somewhere, you know, long enough, you start to know what noises, you know, what. I'm just like, okay, sure. That's where it was. I have no idea. That Saturday night, I go back there after the store closes and a couple of the, the team members show up and we just do a short impromptu investigation, nothing too elaborate. We set up a few cameras and, you know, we were out doing our thing and I caught a weird, a few weird uh, anomalies on my handheld camera can't explain them as dust i'm not a huge orb person i generally believe orbs are dust so i'm not an orb person i don't believe that every orb i see is a a spirit there's a few out there you're like what the hell is that and that's really yeah there are and i have a few of them and i'm just like Mm -hmm. i don't know what the hell that is that's weird (laughs) one thing that i caught i had one of our investigators brought a motion light you know that goes off when you pass by it Mm -hmm. and I had set the light off, and it's the first time I've ever been around the light, so I didn't really know how it worked. But I set the light off, and I was like, oh, if that was me, and then the light's on for X amount of seconds, and then it blinks before it goes off. And I asked her, hey, is this light supposed to blink before it goes off? And she answers me. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 it does that." I'm like, okay. When I go back through and I'm watching my video, I ask that question, and I hear a very faint, yeah, but then I hear her answer me yes, and it was her light, so I was just like, well, she wouldn't answer me twice, hmm. and that was a faint yes, and I was just like, hmm, huh, okay, something intelligent is here that is, you know, able to actually interact with us, not just a residual that's just there doing the same thing over and over again, so I was just like, hmm, huh, odd. They get back from their trip, I go down to their store, you know, I give them back their key and I'm telling them, you know, a little investigation went and whatnot. I was like, hey, I'm like, let's pull up the cameras. I got to watch. i to see what happened. And they're like, okay, what time do you need to see between? I was like, around here. And then we'll just kind of fast forward. I was like, I want to know if I got up. If I don't, then we'll start, you know, digging a little bit more into it. I find out where I get up and I watch myself get up. I walk to the front of the store and i grab my recorder and i shut it off and i bring it with me i'm like okay that wasn't me that i never got up before that right. Set my recorder down turned it on i went to bed i got up and turned it off and i went back to bed so at one point i never got up nowhere in the middle of the night did i get up and randomly walk around and mm-hmm. clank a glass together so i was just like okay quite weird mm. well watching the video two of the cats are on the bed with me they're asleep and the third cat is in another room actually he is in the room where that shadow walked in front of the window that's the room that, that cat's. and in that room there are double doors leading out because that's like a storage room for a overflow of inventory there are double doors that lead out into the store that have windows in them so you know that the cats can see out there and i'm watching the video and i see the cat kind of acting weird and i was like what the hell's cat doing and the cat's doing the thing where their head's darting around uh, like they're watching a bug or, you know, you're playing with them with a laser or a toy and had that head movement going on. I was just like, well, must be watching a bug because uh, there were a few flies buzzing around. But then I watched the cat. She turns from the door, quickly moves to about middle of the room, darts her head back, back to the, the door. And then, you know, kind of like, oh, what was that? Or I heard something. And then runs to the bedroom door, looks up towards me. I'm asleep. I wasn't awake during any of this. Darts her head back, you know, back to the double doors, runs into the bathroom, loops around, is in the bathroom door doing the cat thing where they peer around a corner, trying to hide, but they want to know what's going on. And, you know, peeking around the corner, uh, looking towards the double doors, looking up at me and going back and forth. For whatever reason, the two cats on the bed wake up. Now, I wasn't moving. I didn't start tossing around. I didn't move during this whole thing. They wake up. And they're sitting on the edge of the bed, looking out the bedroom door and just sitting there looking at what? Couldn't tell you. I have oh no idea. God. I never reacted to anything. Nothing woke me up. I never heard anything. But while watching the, the video, another one of the cameras is looking from the double doors to the front of the store. And what first caught my eye, it ended up being a bug. But I see this bright ball appear. And I was like, oh, that's a bug. And I was about to look away when all of a sudden this weird, I, I really don't know how to describe this thing. Basically it was five orbs in a perfect row, almost in like a cylinder in a row. There were two on top, a break, and then three on the bottom. And they were like in a perfect row. And this thing pops in the frame all of a sudden and hanging from her ceiling. She has these, I don't really know what they are, but they're like this uh, paper ball She has a couple of them hanging from the ceiling. And this thing moves past one of them and it picks up movement in the direction that this rod thing went and then starts swaying. And this this thing just bounces around on screen. I'm like, what the hell is this thing? And I'm watching it. It's really weird. It starts to like go sideways, kind of stretch and get a little longer. And then it like darts off screen. But then it comes right back and it literally just hops up and down for like a few seconds and then just disappeared. And Weird. I was like, what the hell is that? And I look at him, and I'm like, I don't know how you work the same, but I'm like, you need to give me this video because that is wild. <laughs> I need this now. Yeah. Please save this on a thumbstick for me so I can take this right now. That is wild. Like, wow. There's always something, always something going on there. Now you starting to get more amped up since you've started investigating there? Stuff comes and goes. It's very weird. For a little while, things kind of get amped up and then it dies out to a point where nothing happens and then it, it'll come back. I don't know what would really cause that. It's not like they changed the renovation that they did to the building is done. They have little projects that they're doing to kind of finish everything, mm-hmm. but nothing major going on. Would you say it's like, a time of year that, that uh, kind of amps it up a bit more? I don't even think it's that. It's just so random. Sometimes it's just full-on gone and then nothing. And it's even when investigations have gone on. Stuff generally happens up till about midnight, and then it dies out. But then it'll kind of pick back up a little bit around, like, 2 in the morning. A little bit of activity comes back. It's really weird. And I've told countless people, if you're full-on skeptical or you're, like, borderline, like, "Ah, you know, I don't know. I kind of believe it, but I don't go to this place. It'll change your mind. If you want a very good uh, EVP, go here. Something is going to react to you. You're probably going to get a class A EVP out of that store. Wow. Um, Visual-wise, it's very hard to come by. I got the one with the figure walking across the window twice. Yep, I posted that. That's taken me almost a year to get that. And that's with investigating there you know, countless times and right. not... Really getting visual, but always getting audio. And that took me almost a year to get to that.
0: Well, you heard it here first. You got to get into the Pink Cadillac Boutique if you're in Colorado. It seems like a very
1: active building. She has people that come in and just ask about the haunted stuff. That's it. They don't even shop. And it's <laughs> funny. I didn't tell you prior to us getting the you know the real thing going here, what has happened to me in my apartment. Okay. Where I live now in Colorado Springs, I've had three things happen to me. I lived in the same place for four years. So it's been about once a year. So I'm about due for something to happen again. Coming up. So <laughs> right. stay tuned. Stay tuned yeah. to my Facebook. You'll probably see something. Cause it's coming up. Because about once a year, something happens here. The first year I lived here, I had my bed, but I didn't have a mattress. I'm sleeping on an air mattress on my bed. I believe it was middle of the night, and I woke up to my leg hitting the mattress and to kind of put it in the perspective of what was going on. I was laying on my stomach and I can vividly remember waking up. I believe it was my right leg was being pulled up towards the ceiling and my waist was coming off my bed.
0: Ooh. And then all of
1: a sudden I got dropped, fully woke up when my leg bounced off my mattress. That, that woke me up like fully And I started looking around like, no, every now and then at night, like I'll flinch my legs, you know, I'll kind of kick. I have never done this in my life. And I'm like laying there in bed trying to do it. But the only way you can start to pick your waist off of the bed is like you're attempting to do a handstand, which I cannot do. And, (laughs) you know, I'm like, I am not that physically capable of doing a handstand on an air mattress. I don't know if anybody is. Yeah. And there's no way. I could physically do what just happened to me. As I, again, was I dreaming? Possibly. But it was so vivid and and real to me that I really believe that something was pulling my damn leg up. And then I was waking up and it was like, oh shit, he's waking up, let go. And Mm. I can remember my waist starting to come up off the bed. Like it was nearing like towards my stomach. Like I could feel my hips weren't on the bed and my waist area was to come up and then i started to move my head and kind of recognizing what was happening and then I you know, brought back down maybe i was getting abducted by aliens who knows i don't honestly know. there's no way to know and then nothing happened you know after that about a year i have a cat and it was it was morning time i i could see the window the sun was coming up and i can tell my cat was laying on the bed with me i could feel him like i was trying to move around and i could feel where he was at i'm like all right the cat's up here right and i was curled up in the bed to the point where i really couldn't see much blankets are all up on top of me i'm partially awake and i really didn't want to get up i kind of wanted to sleep a little bit out of nowhere i had a very loud distinct hiss in my ear and my eyes shot open like i was awake oh I'm awake. What the hell was that? I didn't move for a minute. I kind of looked around at pretty much nothing because I was kind of buried in my blankets and my pillows. I kind of move a little bit. I'm like, all right, I could feel the cat over there. But for him to get up to where my ear is and where I would have felt him, he would have been like climbing on me. And I was awake enough where I would have sensed, you know, I'd have felt him. It wasn't like I was in a deep sleep. I was awake enough to know if it was him. And... I know it wasn't him because I, I kind of like pull the blankets down and I look and he's curled up in a ball with his eyes closed. I'm like, all oh, right, God. he didn't do that. And he doesn't hiss that much. You really got to piss him off to get him to hiss. He isn't going to do it, which I mean, most cats don't. But like, you really got to fire him up to get him to hiss. I only had him do it once. I yeah. really messing with him. And I was just like, you know, kind of freaked out. I was like, well, I'm up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, okay. And then the most recent one to happen, just laying on the couch watching TV, and I hear some plastic clank up under my TV. I thought it was my cat. I thought he was kind of climbing around in a weird area, and I was like, what the hell is he doing? And I sit up and look, and I have a small little coffee table in front of me, and he's laying under it. And I was just like, huh, didn't think much of it, put my head, you know, laid back down, watch TV. I hear it again. And I'm like, and it was a little bit louder. You know, I was like, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. So I sit up, and now the cat's staring in the same exact direction I am. I was like, all right, I'm not hearing things. He heard it too. Yeah. Cause his he he's pricked up. So he's reacting to it. Yeah, it's not just like me hearing something and he didn't sense it or hear it. He heard it this time. I'd put my head back down again, and I heard. I was like, all right, I got up. You know, he's like over in this spot. And I grabbed my phone and I turned the flashlight on it. (laughs) In my mind, I was like, dear God, there better not be a mouse back here because I'm about to stick my head in a very tight area and I can't get out quick enough if it comes after me. (laughs) The apartment I live in never had a mouse problem, never had bug problems. You know, No no issue whatsoever around here. There's nothing there and nothing to explain what happened. Nothing whatsoever. I was able to recreate the noise. I knew what was moving and... Nothing was there. He wasn't doing it. He was asleep. And then he finally heard it too. And that's added to it as he's looking the same spot I am. It wasn't just he woke up and is staring at something randomly. Oh, he, yeah. And he is reacting with it.
0: Man, animals can pick up on the spiritual things that are going on around us that we can't see.
1: Yeah. And lately, I, a few times I felt like something was here after a few investigations. Normally it's not the pink Cadillac. I always feel like something comes home with me. But mm-hmm. nothing ever happened. I just had a feeling. I'm like eh, a little uneasy. Something didn't feel right, but nothing ever happened. Right. But I am waiting for it to happen because it's about that time. You know, it's rolling around like clockwork. It should, something weird should happen to me again. Mm-hmm. And well, it, it's never. I mean, the first two kind of freaked me out because I've never had that happen. I've never had my. I've never almost been pulled out of bed to the ceiling. I never had a hiss that loud in my ear. I've had some weird noises in my ear on investigations or like a breath sound never had a hiss and normally a hiss ain't good
0: no it can't be that sounds normally, very demonic
1: pleasant mm-hmm. that's the three things that have happened here so far and, and the, do you
0: know any of the history of the home that you're in?
1: I do not. I've tried looking some of it up. It gets kind of hard to find stuff. The county clerk here, their website has changed, and now you can't look up stuff there, like addresses. So it gets a little oh. difficult to try to find some, unless it's like very well-known history, so you can't really find out just simple stuff, right. like what it used to be or who lived here or something like that. It had something significant to appear to find. I don't know of much here i do know there is kind of like a i call it like a crazy hospital i live like behind a crazy hospital okay i think it's more along the lines of like these people are just kind of a little unstable need some help but they're not right.
0: like mental health issues
1: yeah i think that's more of what it is you need some help you know mentally and this is where you're gonna get it i think that's more of what it is okay wow yeah it seems like you're in a wild location then colorado is full of history you know gold rush you know stuff happened here well that's the first thing that
0: when you said that the ouija board was saying gold that's where my mind went to i,
1: I mean yeah i can see that I and mean, i mean when it said gold it was talking about flag so it was kind of like gold flag like what are you talking about yeah so that's when you found that cloth calendar thing which Oof. just fit fit too good fit way did.
0: too good did. oh man but, uh, Robert, I think you've got tons, tons of stories to still come. And like you said, you're due for one at home pretty soon. Yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with me here on the ghost train. And if anything comes your way, don't hesitate to contact me. We can do this again sometime. So Front Range Paranormal Research Society, where can people find you?
1: Uh, right now, all we have is a Facebook. I threw on there our Skype account. Basically, it is, I'm trying to create ways, like we have an email, you know, you can email us, message the page, call me on Skype, and I don't care, I'll, depending on what time it is, I might not hear it ring, but I'll, you know, I'll talk to you on Skype, hell, you might find me at the Pink Cadillac, I'm down there enough. Mm -hmm. We're fairly easy to get a hold of, you know, but as of right now, Facebook is our main thing to get a hold of us,
0: Mm -hmm. you know. No, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with me,
1: and let's do this again sometime. Oh, I would love to. I, I could talk. hours (laughs) hours <laughs> no, stop. I can listen you know. to it
0: man. I can listen to it for hours I this is what I live for awesome all right man well I hope you have a great night and I appreciate you chatting with me and we'll be talking soon
1: definitely thanks for having me on like I said like I told you I listen awesome. all your podcasts in one day at work and I was upset <laughs> I was awesome I love it
0: oh well, I appreciate the support that's this is what I do it for
1: I've been spreading your name around the best that I can I plaster it all over our page and the episode you just put up I was like hey here's a story about our favorite boutique in the you know in the local area I I'll oh, link to that episode. So much
0: appreciated. Much appreciated. Been
1: pushing, been pushing your your uh, podcast name out there, you know, friends, family, and whoever's following us.
0: Oh my man, that means so much to me. Thanks so much for that. I really. Yeah, well,
1: really appreciate hopefully, it. you get uh, a bunch more followers.
0: That's the idea. Let's build this community up and get the word out because there's so much about these things that maybe some people don't know, like Ouija boards or spirit readers and and this and that. So we need to get the word out and make people aware of these things and the dangers and the also the fun stuff to it too right
1: definitely i've made friends with people i never would have met any other way that's the whole thing
0: you're in colorado i'm in toronto when the hell would we have ever got together to have a conversation it's already brought us together robert front range paranormal research society check out their facebook page and i thank you again for being on board the ghost train thank you it was one hell of a ride That's all for The Ghost Train. Tune in next week as my Colorado themed stories continue. I got in contact with Lisa, the owner of the Pink Cadillac Boutique, and the stories she told me were insane. She broke down what it's like to live in a haunted house. Really scary stuff. I don't know how the hell Lisa and her husband do it. But that's next week on The Ghost Train. In the meantime, check out our Instagram, Twitter, and our Facebook to keep up to date on all the things that are going on in the Ghost Train universe. If you can share The Ghost Train with a friend on your social media, with your help, The Ghost Train will become bigger, better than ever. Until the next train. Good luck sleeping tonight.